Hello and welcome to Cosmos Science Daily, where journalists at the Cosmos Newsroom report on the latest research and discoveries and explain the science behind the headline news. Today's newsroom journalist and chemistry whiz, Ellen Fidian, is talking about Irwin's turtle with yours truly, Dr. Sophie Calabretto, shellless applied mathematician and fluid mechanist. So thanks to a still young method of eDNA sampling, researchers have been able to confirm that a rare turtle is still hanging out in its historic habitat in northern Queensland. The turtle, which was discovered by Steve Irwin and his father, has given conservationists a reassuring sign that it can survive dams on its river. All right, Ellen, what do we know about Irwin's turtle? So it's a turtle that was discovered in the early 1990s by the Irwins, so Steve Irwin and his father Bob, um, before Steve became a big deal television personality. It was found in the um, Burdekin River catchment, which is sort of near Townsville. The Burdekin River kind of goes from Townsville to Bowen um, in northern Queensland. So its scientific name is Elsea Irwini, the Irwins in there, and it's quite a big turtle it's about 30 centimeters long we've got photos of it on our website it's a fairly like large thing to handle it's kind of yellowish it's got a little short neck the thing that tends to excite people the most about it is that it can breathe through its cloaca so Uh it can take oxygen basically through its bum which allows it to stay underwater for a longer amount of time and that makes it very hard to spot because it doesn't come up for air very often. Oh, okay. So they haven't actually seen it in the Burdekin River, the lower Burdekin River for 25 years. They've seen it in other places, so it's not okay. extinct, but they haven't seen it in its kind of historic ha- habitat for a really long time. Wow. The reason they haven't seen it in the lower Burdekin, they think there was a dam that was built in 1987 and they were worried that that dam kind of clogged up the river and basically wiped the turtle out so there were worries that you know when steve found it it was one of the last in the lower burdekin it it does appear in other places right so that does sound like a concern (laughs) that is fairly concerning yeah what have the researchers done They've used this relatively new technique that's exciting a lot of ecologists at the moment called eDNA sampling. Mm -hmm. So eDNA is, it's short for environmental DNA, and basically it's looking for fragments of DNA from an environment. So usually water, you'll take like a jar of water and then sample it for fragments of DNA and compare that to a database, and that can tell you what organisms have left bits of DNA behind in the water. That is very cool. Yeah, yeah, it's a really, really neat thing. There's a long article um, Lauren Fuge wrote in Cosmos 90 on eDNA sampling. It's quite a new technique and it's exciting a lot of people because it means that you can detect the presence of all of these species without actually having to spot the species themselves, which is really good if it's a turtle that likes to hide a lot, of course. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, these researchers, they went out to 37 sites around the Burdekin catchment, um, James Cook University researchers, and they took five samples at each site, kind of like, you know, handheld jars of water basically. Sure. They were, you know, They were consistent about the water they collected and, yeah, collected some of the water at each site and then sampled it for fragments of turtle DNA. Wow. And so what did they actually find? They got clear evidence of the turtle at 18 of those 37 sites. So that means that it's definitely there um, and it's definitely in the lower Burdekin. So that means that even though they haven't seen it, it does act, the the turtle is still present. They don't know how many there are. You can't Mm -hmm. tell that with eDNA and they don't know how old the turtles are, but they do know that they're there. 
So it's great that they're still there, but why hasn't anyone seen the turtles apart from the fact that they can breathe out of their bottoms? There are a few other behavioural things they do as well. Um, I chatted briefly to Damien Burroughs from James Cook University. He said the turtles only live in places where there are crocodiles or in these like tiny tributaries, which are really, really hard to get into. If you've been around northern Queensland, there's a lot of just very inaccessible country up there. Right. And they also are really good at avoiding traps. And the water in the lower Burdekin is very, very cloudy, so you can't put a camera in there to look for turtles. So it's one of those things that just frustrates ecologists. They've essentially made themselves very hard to find by the sounds of it. Yeah, they're sneaky. They're very sneaky turtles. Sneaky Irwin turtles. So what does this mean for the species? It's good news. It means that adult turtles can probably survive a dam being built, which kind of surprises the researchers. Yeah. They thought they were relatively fussy. They know that the turtles prefer fast-flowing, well-oxygenated water. And it's also a really good proof of concept. So, like I said, eDNA is a relatively new thing, and it means that they can use eDNA to go looking for the turtle in other places. Mm-hmm. So there's another catchment where they know Irwin's turtle hangs out, the Broken River nearby there's a proposed dam there as well which the researchers say look we really need to do more sampling Mm -hmm. around there before this dam gets built or before this dam gets approved rather well i'm glad that the turtles are still around and this edna Mm. does sound like a really good new tool that we can use so that's that's great thank you ellen and thank you to everyone for listening be sure to keep an ear out for our next installment of cosmos science daily This podcast was brought to you by Cosmos, a publication of the Royal Institution of Australia. Ever wondered how old the Earth is and how we know? Or exactly how popping candy works? From Listener and Cosmos magazine comes Huh? Science Explained. A weekly podcast where we answer all of life's questions, big and small. No lab coats required. And we'll do it in 10 minutes or less. Search Huh? Science Explained. Download the Listener app now and listen for free. Listener.